Hello, and welcome to episode 87 of the 21 Handshake Marketing Podcast. We are so glad that you are here and listening today. We love talking about digital marketing, and so we're just so glad to be able to share more insights about digital marketing, and we know the marketing space is so huge, and this is just a little slice of it. So this season of the podcast, podcast season three, we have been diving deep into our nine-step digital marketing process which if you have not listened to the overview yet of the process, please go listen to episode 68. This goes through an overview of each steps, one through nine, how each step kind of builds upon each other and can take you from being unknown on the online market space to SEO authoritative in the marketplace online. So we are now on to step five, content generation. And we get a lot of questions regarding this step and that is why we wanted to dive deep into talking about it today and share those frequently asked questions with you. But first, if you're new around here, I'm Sarah, an account manager here at 21 Handshake. My name is Alex. I'm in charge of visual content. So back to content generation. Now, as I mentioned, this is step five in our digital marketing process. And we actually consider this step and actually steps five through nine an ongoing process in your digital marketing strategy. Content is not meant to be static. It's always changing and updating. So that's why, why again, five through nine steps build upon each other because it goes into content generation and then total market exposure with the content, et cetera, et cetera. But what exactly is content generation? In a nutshell, content is all those links that appear in search results when you Google something or when you're scrolling social media either, I would argue. Content is the video that your kids are watching and you won't, and they won't stop watching on YouTube. <laughs> Content is an email you send. Content is any landing page you create, any blog you read, any image even that you might look at on social media. And the list just keeps going on and on. Basically, it is anything that you are looking at online is considered content. And it helps you attract, engage, and delight your prospects and customers. It brings new visitors to your website. And ultimately, it will generate revenue for your company if done correctly. To take the definition from HubSpot, a CRM marketing platform that has always relied very heavily on content. In fact, if you kind of Google anything about digital marketing, a HubSpot article is going to be and probably position one or two. (laughs) That is how much they have built their marketing platform on content. Anyways, they say that content generation is a process of generating topic ideas that appeal to your buyer persona, creating written or visual content around those ideas and making that information accessible to your audience as a blog, a video, an infographic, an image, or any other type of format. So basically, like I just said, content is anything that you're seeing online when you Google something or when you're scrolling through social media, that is content. But what specifically does our team get asked about content generation? Let's dive into it. So some of the questions, we have 10 of them here and we'll just we'll just kind of <laughs> rattle through them and yeah, talk about them. We'll talk about them. What are the different types of content? This is content. Yeah, this is content. Podcasts are content. Um, what you're listening to right now would be considered content. Videos that you are watching online, whether it's on somebody's site, whether it's on YouTube, whether it's on social media, that's considered content. 
And a cool trick too is when you, you know, we're recording this podcast, this will be available in an audio form. This will be available in its full length on YouTube. Yeah. Um, bite-sized clips will be taken out to be put on Instagram. Yeah, we'll do audiograms with it. Well, <laughs> So that's that's one trick to make the content generation process less stressful is that you can get multiple pieces out of content multiple pieces of content out of one. Yeah, exactly. So say you're like, I I need to put some new content on my website. We're going to talk about seven ways to build a deck. Perfect. You have seven ways to build a deck. Hey, now let's go build a deck. And as we do it, we're going to talk about those seven ways to build a deck. Or now, you know, and that's going to be our video content. Then we're going to make a little infographic about it and show, you know, through your graphic design, how you build a deck seven ways. And then we're going to talk about it on a podcast, how to build a deck seven ways. Multiple ways that you can talk about that one centerpiece of content. Yes. Uh, two, what does it mean to be a content creator? Yeah, so this would be the person making the content, mm-hmm. writing the content behind the camera. We would be considered content creators mm-hmm. right now. Um, and it's important to to understand that, you know, even as a content creator, maybe in your business, you don't have all of the talents, um, you know, of copywriting and video editing and oh, yeah. creating a podcast. You know, there are, you can you can use other tools and resources to help you out with those things. Exactly. Yeah, you you might be really good at writing. Mm-hmm. Um so you could you know write but then somebody else transforms that into a video or to a design element. Totally. Um so many resources out there to do that. Um our team here, you know, a marketing agency usually, you know, has all those people on staff so we can help our clients with that. But um you know, you can go out and outsource all that information. There's so many freelancers out these there these days who are so Mm -hmm. talented oh yeah uh number three what is content creation on social media so yeah so that would just be fitting your content to each social media platform so instagram you know you're gonna have more visually appealing photos or video to go on there Mm -hmm. um in limited amounts um Facebook, you might have a different type. You might be sharing an article. You might do, be doing some type of long form text post. You might be doing a live video. Um, all of those go well on the Facebook, LinkedIn. You might be publishing a really well thought out article for mm-hmm. for your industry on there and sharing that on LinkedIn, um, or even just a job posting or something like that. That would be considered content creation. Yeah, and it's and it's important too to to remember to try and keep it a little contextual to each platform. So that video that so you post true. on Instagram, if you can crop it to like the four by five aspect ratio. Yes. On Facebook, you're going to keep it in your normal rectangular sixteen by nine. Yep. So things like that. Number four, how do you create content? <laughs> well, you know that is such <laughs> a broad concept because everybody works a little bit differently. Mm-hmm. Um. So, you know, my process might be a little bit different than Alex's process, Mm -hmm. but so we can quickly roll through our process, but you need to come up with your own, but for sure you can steal ours. So how I create content is I am more on the content strategy end of things. So I'm coming up with the ideas, the keywords, and normally that's how I would start. I would actually be like, okay, Um, my client needs a post about, um, we'll go back to the deck building. My post needs, uh, or my client needs a post about deck building. 
what are people asking about deck building? Mm -hmm. So I'll just go Google it. What are people, <laughs> how to build a deck? And then I'm going to scroll all the way down to the bottom of Google and see all these related topics that people are also asking. So that's going to give me some more ideas of content that needs to go in that piece of content. So, oh, people are also asking that. We should probably mention that you know, et cetera, et cetera. And then I go on to work with a writer to nail down that specific piece of content and messaging. And then I'll go out and also find um, some social, some images to post on social media that relate to that same piece of content. So that is how I go about content strategy. Now, Alex, um, from a video side, probably goes about it a little bit differently than me. Yeah. So a lot of the content that we create for clients is, is one of two things. It's either a brand story video, which is a large, more involved process, usually takes a few months, uh, not a few months, a couple months, and then micro videos. Yeah. And micro videos are kind of, they kind of live in a, in a couple fairly simple buckets. There's mm -hmm. kind of your, your frequently asked question type content. There might be like event documentation um, or kind of like products and services descriptions yeah. are kind of, I would say like the main three that we live in. And a lot of those are really, they're just kind of dictated by, you know, what's a product or service that, you know, you want your customers or, you know, current client base to know more about that might yeah. not be as well known. Um, frequently asked questions are exactly what they sound like frequently, <laughs> frequently yeah, asked yeah. questions. Um, but what I, so I, on the execution of that, I rely I, I enjoy working with Sarah because as your strength is that the strategy side of things, right. it's a lot easier for me to then take those. I can figure out how to make those. Um, but I, I appreciate you guys helping to put together like the strategy and like pulling out those ideas. And then, then it gets a lot simpler for me to figure out the execution of how to do those, who we need to get involved, um, you know, the shooting style and all that kind of stuff. Right. And um, if you thought we meant, okay, but how do I actually create it? Well, that again is going to be a little bit different. Alex obviously has tools such as mics and cameras mm -hmm. and et cetera, et cetera. I have a computer. So right. there you go. <laughs> <laughs> so how you create content can be very different. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, why is content optimization important? Yeah. So that, I mean, you want people to find your content after mm -hmm. you do it. You just don't want it to be like you spend all this money to create it and no right. one can find it. Right. So again, how are you optimizing it for each social platform? Like mm -hmm. Alex mentioned, different video sizes. Um, also, maybe different text that you're posting might be different links or different things that you want to point out. Um, obviously, if you're publishing it to your website or blog, you want to make sure that that is very search engine friendly using the keywords that you want to be found for. Mm -hmm. um, so that would be um, how you optimize and why you optimize. <laughs> uh, somewhat hand in hand with that is how do you deliver content effectively? Exactly. Exactly. So how you deliver it effectively, you know, I would say these days, you know, obviously you're going to want to have those SEO parts to it, but it usually includes paid promotion these days, how you're delivering mm -hmm. it effectively because you're going to publish it and you just don't want it just to be there. I would say you just can't build it and hope they come these days. You yeah. have a little umph behind it. They say it is now a pay to play world. Exactly. So definitely you want to deliver that content effectively, pay to play on social media, give it a little dollars behind it. Um, another thing that I think people forget to do is just even mention it to their email list. 
That so, is a totally forgotten about thing, I think, yeah. for, at least for a lot of our clients. Yeah, so email those out to your clients. They you know, probably want to know about that. E- so, email is still, I hear it called like the lifeblood of marketing because while it might not have you know the same click-through rates and open rates mm-hmm. that it used to have, it's like the one physical connection that you do have with your, your clients. You have their email and yeah. you will be able to get in their inbox. Yeah. Um, whereas you can't guarantee that with a lot of other, a lot of the No, other yeah. Forms. You might totally get missed in the social feed or something, but yeah. email, direct line of communication. I think we might have missed one too. What is content in writing? Oh, yeah. What is content in writing? Yeah. <laughs> so um, this would be, you know, all the written stuff, whether, mm. you know, it is the email that we just talked about. It is the blog post. It is um, the ebook, the PDF document that you're sharing, the, you know, anything that has to do with anything that's written down. <laughs> yeah. And there's, again, Going back to the tips of making more pieces out of content out of just one, you know, if you have a video or something or a podcast, you can have it um, transcribed. Yes. And then that can... Go as a blog post. <laughs> yeah, totally. And you can... That that will produce that will produce a lot of words for you. Exactly. Um, yeah. But there's there are ways to do that without having to necessarily write everything out yourself every time. Right. And don't get stuck in the, I'm not a good writer. I don't know what to write about. Because there's so many resources out there these days that that, it can't even be an argument anymore. You can go hire writers to write for you and just give them an outline of what you want to talk about. There's so many freelancers out there looking for stuff and so many experts out there, um, you know, who are good writers. Mm -hmm. So... So, uh, number eight, what makes content interesting? <laughs> well, of course, that's up to, the, you know, viewer might change from viewer to viewer to viewer, a reader to reader type of person. Mm-hmm. But usually, um, I would say go with educational, entertaining. That's exactly what I was going to yeah, say. Yeah. And what, what's the other one? Educational, entertaining, engaging? Yeah. Yeah. So make sure it fits into those three buckets and pretty much that's going to resonate with some part of your audience. Yeah. And it does, it doesn't have to fit in all three of those buckets. Just make sure it fits at least one of them. Exactly. Yeah. You're, you know, your audience best. And that is again, why we dive so deep into that target audience, that buyer persona, because, you know, I might look at a deck building article and be like, no interest for me. I'm not building decks, but my husband. When we were in the deck building process, you better believe it. He was reading all that stuff. You know, that was interesting to him. He wanted to know that stuff. He wanted to know what deck materials were better than other ones, you know? I'm sure, you know and when he goes to the store to start, he wants to be able to use that that vocabulary, that language that they speak in that world. Yes, to know what brands, you know, what deck, you know, brands are out there, mm-hmm. you know, material brands, those type of things. So anyways, it's going to be dependent on your audience, what makes it interesting. Um, just because you think, oh, I work for this boring company who has these boring products. Well, someone out there is buying those and they're going to find that content interesting. Yes, definitely. (laughs) Um, Number nine, what does content curation mean? Yeah, so this would be when you're taking somebody else's article and you're posting that on your platform. So I think this um, comes down to really just social media is Mm -hmm. where you're curating those things. But... um, I have seen this work really well lately on Instagram where you are taking somebody's awesome quote that maybe is a thought leader 
and they got 20,000 likes on it and you're reposting that to yours, but giving them credit. Mm -hmm. But odds are, if it's already been liked 20,000 times on that person's, other people are going to like it on yours. And that yes. would be curated. Um, maybe sharing a link to a great article or something from a publication on your Facebook, mm -hmm. those type of things, our LinkedIn, et cetera. And, that, and it's one way too to kind of relieve the stress of what could be a very daunting content generation world is, is using what's already out there and what is good. Exactly. Perfect. Number 10 is, is content imp important for SEO? Well, you better believe it. <laughs> you could almost, I feel like, say SEO is content. Yeah. Really. Yeah, really. It really is because um, it comes down to those keywords. It comes down to Google is indexing everything. We're going to publish this podcast. They're going to index it. We um, published a video recently on our Facebook page. A day later, I got a Google alert. Hey, 21 Handshake was mentioned online and guess where that link led it led back to our facebook page to the new video so you better believe it google's indexing all of this stuff seeing if it's gonna meet um when someone goes and asks something in google like oh who has the best answer well you might if your content mm -hmm. has been seo optimized correctly they see everything yes they really do they really do so again that's why we're going to dive into some other um steps later google analytics and all that stuff but it's also you know make sure that you um have put your site as being able to be crawled by google and all that stuff as well so Content generation is so important in your digital marketing strategy, but it comes down to creating the right content for the right audience who will encounter it at the right time. And that's why we go through those foundation steps so you know who to create that content for, what they're talking about, and even what part maybe of that sales funnel they need to be finding mm -hmm. that content at. So. We, um, that's why we go through the foundation steps first. Again, you could go back and listen to those episodes. We will link those foundation step episodes in our show notes. Um, so go back, listen to that because we want you to create the right content for your target audience. So we would love to know if you have some more content generation questions. We are an open book here. We love sharing anything about content and um, how to do it with our audience. So just drop us a note on social media at 21 Handshake. And if you found this episode educational, a, a piece of content there, educational content, we would love to hear from you. Leave us a review, share it with a friend and subscribe. Until next time. <laughs>